Gavin. And this is SpongeBob SquareCast, a SpongeBob SquarePants podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. This is our podcast. And you're welcome to it. Yeah. How are you today, Steli? Great. You have a little bit of a glow about you. Like you've been running about quite a bit. And I feel like I could jump and die once I <laughs> jump because I'll like hit the ground mm-hmm. and then my feet will go. How will they go? They go. Oh, that's what I thought you said. Yep. Just like. Right. Yeah. Just like that. What have you been up to? Playing <coughs> football. Right. Because you're from Scotland. Scotland. The land of scoots. Oh, that doesn't sound very nice. Can you ride a scooter? What kind of scooter are you talking about? Like a... Like a moped? Like or the, just like, like a... You just you, you put your hands on the handlebars and you go... You push with your foot. It's like a yeah. skateboard with, with handlebars. handlebars. Yeah, I can do that. Who There's can't a, do that? I Who's, have an electric scooter that's like three years old and I never used it. I don't... Have you ever used it? I tried using it and then the handlebars just kept on falling <laughs> off. Yeah, you don't want handlebars to fall off something that you're on at several miles an hour. And I don't even know how to turn on the brake <laughs> or... So where is that? Is that in the garage? Garage. It's in, garage. It's in the living room. It has been for quite a oh, bit. Oh, it's still in the living room? <laughs> how have I never noticed this? We never moved it because <laughs> the second I got it, we attached it. Well, Mama attached it so you already know it's probably not going to work out. <gasps> She listens to this. Good. You know what? If you're listening to this, attach handlebars better. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. And then I tried riding it in a little sidewalk thing, Mm -hmm. and it just fell off when I tried to ride it. Have you never tried it since? No. (laughs) I've I've (laughs) rode electric scooters before. The first time I rode one... Mm -hmm. I was at my friend Robert's house. Oh, there's a name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah. And I he had electric scooters there. Uh-huh. And I got and I got one. I didn't know how to turn or brake or do anything. Went straight out from the driveway, smashed into the curb. Wow. <laughs> See, this is something that happens when there's a global pandemic. All these names that you used to mention, like Robert. Robert. And like uh, Christian, and I sure. Well, they these are names that I never hear anymore. Well, Christian went to ICA in like kindergarten. Oh, that's she right. went to the fancy dancy private school mm-hmm. for fancy people. And then Robert, I don't know, because he was in your your grade, right? Yeah. Do you never? Do you see your friends on on the Zoom meetings? I have, uh, well, most of my friends are either homeschooled or not in Summit. Oh, right. I still, like, I talk to people in the Zoom, of course. Of course. And I have people on Discord and stuff. Uh, I still don't understand that. You, you, You type and chat things. Yeah, but... Do you set you set one up? Do you have your you have your Steli Discord? Yeah, that's me. And then your friends are so you've this, these are really like one on one questions, but you're then a member of your other friends' Discords. Is that how well, it works? Yeah, because like you're if you friend them, mm-hmm. you can like 
DM and stuff, and then there's Discord servers you can make. Uh-huh. You can add people to those, like whoever. So you can just invite people to a server once they have an account, and you, they can chat amongst. So it's like Messenger then? Yeah. Yeah. So why not just use Messenger then? Because why not? Okay. Not yet. So just checking that I'm not missing something here. You're not missing anything. Because the people anything. that I watch on Twitch, they all have their own Discord servers where people who watch them on Twitch yeah, and you then can all, go like, and exist. hang out. Yeah. It's a very, very different world from 1973. Well, yeah, it's kind of been a little bit. <sighs> right. Since 1973. So anyway, I wasn't alive then. I was barely. You were just kind of there, alive. I don't remember very much about it. How was 1973? What if I just find a song that was released in 1973 and sing that? Songs that were... All throughout my school, especially primary school, so like from five to age 12... Our teachers always told us that 1973 was the worst year for kids who were just chatterboxes. If you can believe that. Number one song of 1973 is Tie a Yellow Ribbon really? Round the Old, Old Oak, Oak Tree. Tree by Tony Orlando and Dawn. Wow. What a year. So how was your soccer? It was pretty fun. Enjoy exciting. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a good team effort. Yeah. I, I don't know if the final score was 6-0 or 7-0. It was 7-0. Was it 7? Was it definitely 7? The coach said it was 7. Right. So, Also, apparently, there is no mercy rule. Oh, there isn't? You, there can't, is... you can't mercy anymore, apparently, oh. according to one of the coaches. So things could go really good uh-huh. or really bad, and you could get crushed like 20-0. And see, this is my experience of going and watching these games, is that... The, the game is more or less settled in the first five minutes. You know who's going to win. The games where you don't know who's going to win, they're kind of few and far between. Most of the time, in Benny's teams, he was either, his team were either winning 2 or 3 nil after five minutes or they were getting beaten 2 or 3 nil after five minutes. Because we're case, a young... You know how that game's going to end. It's just it's not a matter of who's going to win, it's by, it's by how many goals. It's because there are two things you can be. You can be a bad team or a good team. Mm-hmm. You're worse or better. If you're worse, you're not beating the better team because they'll beat you like 500 to zero. That's like having Steve McManaman sitting across from me. Oh, you ready to have a little I'm going to pretend I know who that is. He's one of these pundits. Pundits? You know, the pundits that's, that give their opinion on the game. Well, but we're not here to talk about soccer or talk about that thing we were talking about before electric scooters. Electric scooters. We finally made it to 1973. Yep, the 20th episode of season two. This is uh, segment A Squid on Strike. Well, we'd like some fun facts about this episode. I would love some fun facts. I would die for some. You you don't understand how much I love those fun facts, dude. Yeah. See, now this one tells me that it was aired on October the 12th, 2001, which I guess is at least moved out to September. It was written by Walt Dorn, Paul Tibbet, and Marco Hare. 
it was written by it was well there's not much in the way of information about this one well maybe because it's not a very informative episode it's revealed that mr krabs keeps his dry cleaning in envelopes yeah squidward doesn't get a wage against a bill which is quite funny had to pay 21 bucks one buck for breathing five for talking ten for standing two for existing two for lollygagging and another buck for chewing the word forever echoed in Squidward's head has become a... A meme. A YouTube meme this a time. A meme. You don't have to spat... It isn't YouTube technically the internet, so you don't really have to s- specify that. The Polish dub for the episode title is, I'm going to mispronounce this, Straj Skalmara, which translates to Squidward Strike. Sounds just like you were straight from Poland. And uh, <laughs> this is the second time that Sp- SpongeBob was fired from the Krusty Krab. Can you remember when the first thing was? Uh, no. Karate choppers. Are oh, you ready, yeah. Stelly? That's that thing. Okay. Uh, I, I, Gavin. That's not the right thing. I didn't hit the right thing. What did you hit? I hit the wrong thing. I've been hitting the wrong thing all weekend, which has given your mother some cause to Worry? insist that I have COVID. But no, I meant to hit this button. Guys, when I miss hit a button, COVID. COVID. Yeah, okay. Will you open on? One second. It just brought me to the Fry Cook Games one. Uh oh. And we worry about me hitting the wrong button. You got last week's notes. Okay, no, we have it. We have it. I had two different tabs with both of them in it for some reason. See, you don't use that laptop quite as much anymore. No, because I have the Mac. Right. And I now realize how weird it is just using Mm -hmm. the tiny touchpad instead of having a mouse. Right. It's like, what? You never got over that. I never got over what? The tiny trackpad and stuff. No, when Mother Mother would come into my room... To find something on my laptop, she always put her fingers all she over it. It's a touchpad. Like, mm. oh, look at this touch screen. Is that a touch screen? No. no. <laughs> Repetitively, I'm like, it's not a touch screen. Don't touch it. You just assume that everything's a touch screen now. I assume these windows are touch screens. I should need to get some of those cobwebs off there. Anyway. <laughs> We open on Mr. Krabs counting his money. Counting his money, 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 money. money, money. <laughs> and he realises that he hasn't made quite the same amount of profit this week as he did last week. He's down by like four bucks. $3. $3. Exactly. Which isn't that bad, but sure. Because it's still profit. Yeah. He's still making money, he's just not making quite as much money. Uh uh, then he goes over to Squidward. Turns out he doesn't even want Squidward to be giving out change. Okay, he wants his money, and he wants his money now. This is theft, but yeah, sure, sure. So it's payday, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Mister Krabs gives everyone the envelope with a paycheck in it. Or so we think. Squidward opens his, and it's underwear. And I thought for a moment that Squidward was getting paid in underwear. But no, Mr. Krabs put his dry cleaning in an envelope and gave it to Squidward. Who gets their underwear dry cleaned? Who knows? Okay. So, turns out, 
got the correct envelope, mm-hmm. and it's charging Squidward for working at the restaurant. Right. Because that's how that works. Yeah, I don't pay you to stand around breathing. So that means that you're working to lose money. Mm-hmm. SpongeBob, on the other hand, he's yeah. quite happy to work for nothing. And he doesn't want the money. He's yeah. like, no. He enjoys his job so much. He doesn't want it. Right. That's like me. Really? No. Highly doubted not, it. Not, not anyway like me. Okay. So, uh, Squidward, in my notes, it says Squidward te equals sign rise. So, he tries okay. to make them go on strike. Right. Uh, they go on Because he's furious about this. He's like, why mm-hmm. can't I have that dollar dollar cash cash money? Mm-hmm. Which know? is fair enough. Yeah. So uh, Squidward gets SpongeBob to go on strike, even though Squidward doesn't know what it, not Squidward, SpongeBob doesn't know what it means. Doesn't a clue. And he's like, hey, Mr. Krabs, we're going on strike. And Mr. Krabs like, and Spongebob like, yep, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then Spongebob gets fired and cries outside because he didn't know what strike meant. Yeah, because Spongebob didn't want to strike, so Squidward's kind of... This wasn't exactly very very pleasant of him to talk Spongebob into doing something he didn't want to do. And now Spongebob gets fired because of it. But you know what? It's for I'm sure it'll work out fine in the end, though. Yeah. Krusty Krab will be perfectly stable. (laughs) Right. Uh, So Squidward and Swindra are both outside. And Squidward's like, you have to throw your uniforms on the ground Mm -hmm. and stomp on it. Yep. Like, murder it there. And then Spongebob's like, okay... And then when he tries to throw his cap on the ground, it just doesn't leave his hand. No, not so much he loves his job. He loves the crusty crab. Mm -hmm. He's been working there for like 20-something years now. Well, I remember he was working employee of the month and he had 40 months or something like that. So even more than 20-something years, they make picket signs. Yep. Spongebob thinks that they're talking about picket fences and that's what he's made. But that's not what Somehow. Squidward's talking about. He's talking about a sign that says, Krusty Krab, unfair. Like, good job on making that sign, Squidward. So, I don't know what that just was. But, uh, so they, Spongebob, Spongebob, he makes a sign and it says, Krusty Krab Fun Fair. Right, which immediately draws the attention of some fish who are quite all, in the mood for a fun fair today. Yeah, they're like, whoa, let's just go to this fun fair. So they're trying to stop the Krusty Krab getting business. And what they're doing is ending up sending more business to the Krusty Krab. Yep. As Squidward notices. Yeah. So, uh, so SpongeBob is holding a sign in the front mm-hmm. and he's waving it around. And then a fry cook comes up and is like, oh my gosh, Spongebob, you're such a legend. Let me 
let let can you sign my spatula for me right now please and he's all like oh yeah sure everything for a cool fan or whatever <laughs> right and so spongebob says who are you and he's like i'm your replacement <laughs> yeah like <laughs> Uh, Mr. Krabs has managed to find some teenage replacements for SpongeBob and for Squidward. Like McDonald's, anyway. <laughs> right. Well, I you don't see too many teenagers that are McDonald's. Because, no. I don't know. Anyway, fun fact, there aren't many teenagers working at our McDonald's. There's more of working at Burger King, definitely. Yeah. What about Wendy's? Couldn't tell you about Wendy's. What about, I don't know what other fast food chains we have. Subway. Subway. I haven't really noticed. I haven't really noticed Subway. I don't, I don't pay. Really go to Subway. Only time I've noticed someone at Subway is when my friends ordered me that <laughs> horrific <laughs> thing. thing right. And they were like, oh yeah, this guy was genuinely judging us after buying that. And I was like, oh, I would too. Anyway. <laughs> My beautiful Italian bread with tuna. It was toasted, so that's melted cheddar cheese with everything on it. Uh, honey mustard. Ugh, with tuna. God. With tuna, yeah. yeah. I ate half of it like a champ, though. And then I threw it out. Also, you're going to say you threw it up. <laughs> I threw it over the fence. Next day, it was gone. It, like, wasn't there. Yeah, the birds will have eaten it. Yeah. Let's hope. Let's sway, get away from this fast food theme. You put me off Subway when you told me that the guy that runs it is worth like a billion dollars. So. Oh yeah, and then we were going to like beat him in the back alley or something. I believe we, we talked about uh, yeah, assaulting him in some way. So sorry guy who works at Subway or owns, owns I don't it. know, owns yeah. Subway. Uh, so Squidward gets a megaphone and is like actually striking. Mm-hmm. This is his cause. Yeah, he's trying to whip up the public. And support. he gets he gets a lot of people around because mm-hmm. you know everyone's just walking on a random highway with a crusty crab near it, and he gets this big crowd. And after he's done ranting. They're like, all this yelling is making me hungry. Yeah, they've worked up an appetite, so they go at the Krusty Krab, so he's sending yet more business towards the restaurant that he's striking from. So, yeah. Uh, Sponge... Okay. So Mr. Krabs comes out and kind of brags. Yeah. He's bragging like, yeah, you guys are striking, but we're getting more business. Thanks very much. Give me all this money, money, money. And Spongebob kind of stands up for him and Squidward Mm -hmm. and is like, we're going to smash stuff and the other thing. It's like we're going to dismantle the... um, The dismantle the... uh, The oppressive establishment. The oppressive establishment. So... And is like, I don't care if it takes us forever. And Squidward's like, I don't want to be with this guy forever. Yeah, as soon as he says forever, Squidward's like, oh, wait a minute. Hold up. I don't want to end up being an old 
squid still standing out here on strike for SpongeBob, but then we we see we see the two of them as old men with white beards, and <laughs> the, the funniest part was that SpongeBob hasn't really changed very much, apart from the fact that he's got a white beard. He's still the same kind of annoying, annoying creature as he's always been. Because that's Squidward's imagination. Right, but it's probably not far from the truth. Good point. So Squidward is like, I'm going to beg for my job back. Then right. Mr. Krabs comes and begs for him to come back anyway. Yeah, the teenagers aren't working out. Yeah. <laughs> so they go on a walk and Squidward's going to put his whatever it's called. I don't remember words. He's going to tell him like his terms and conditions, right. you know. So they go on a walk and SpongeBob wakes up and he's like, I'm going to go wreck the Krusty Krab. Well, yeah, he decides that dismantling the establishment means bringing down the Krusty Krab. Yeah. So SpongeBob wrecks the Krusty Krab and Squidward and Mr. Krabs come back. Mr. Krabs sees it and is like, what's going on here? And now they have to work there forever to pay it off anyway. The end. I think we kind of missed out a little bit where Mr. Krabs is walking through the restaurant and is oblivious to the fact that it's been destroyed yet again. Because he's got this routine going for him. Mm -hmm. What did you think of this episode? Oof. (laughs) Excuse you. (laughs) Oh, what on earth is your throat doing? I don't know. (laughs) I think I'm like being possessed. <laughs> okay. That's chocolate milk for you folks. <laughs> yeah, there's like ads at school, like on the little TV things, and it's like something about chocolate milk, and it's like swimmers, like athletic people being uh-huh. like, I drink chocolate milk like on the sidelines. And I'm like, really? I didn't realize it was that healthy for you. Mm-hmm. Is it healthy? Well, I guess it's got the milk part of it probably is. So, like, when I go and I get chocolate syrup and stir it around in the milk, that's, like, good for you? That's some athletic thing? I think so. I think that's building good swimming muscles or something. I don't know. Well, there's some kind of definition there, I think. (laughs) Just so strong. I know for that's like, though, when you've got that that kind of gargling oh. thing going on in your throat and you have no control over it. It just happens. <laughs> it just okay. Happens. Anyway. About the episode, <laughs> um, I think it was quite good. I like this one as well. It was quite funny. Yep. There's a whole... Like, <clears throat> the whole uh, striking and the establishment and those kind of double meanings that SpongeBob took at the end I thought were really and funny. And like nobody knows what any of the words mean because no. they're fish. Right, and the old Squidward and the old SpongeBob was really funny. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. Yes, rating out of 10. I think a 7. I give it a 7.5. Wow. Let's, let's all recover from that. I know. From that I, announcement. It's crazy. <laughs> Okay, for the song, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Just name a year that is not obviously in the future, and I'll just be like, number one song released in Oh, okay, one that you're likely to have heard? Yes. Okay, so if I say like 1995. I... God, what age are you again? 
See, to me, that's 1995 fairly recently. It's very recent. It's very recent. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> so you're thinking something more like I don't care. 2015 then? It could God. be from like the 40s to 2020. I don't Okay, care. well, I'll go with whatever I said in 1995. Okay, if I don't know that... You look that up and I'll do the social media book. It's only... The number one song. If I don't know it, like then, okay, well, then I, we'll even, figure it out. Nineteen ninety-five. Please, by all means, suggest the song for Stella. And we have one more episode to do for season two, and then that's it done. And I think we'll be jumping straight into season three after that. But anyway, you can get in touch with us. We are SpongeBob Squarecast at gmail.com We're at SB Squarecast on Twitter. We are SpongeBob Squarecast on Instagram. And if you have a couple of bucks just burning a hole in that pocket of yours, you can throw it Stelly's College Fund way by subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash SpongeBobSquareCast for some bonus monthly content that the we'll be recording one, next week, I think. Th- the number one song in 1995 is Gangsta's Paradise. Oh, that's not a bad one. Apart from all the swearing in it. And apart from the, uh, yeah, okay, name another. Well, let's go 96 then. Macarena. There we go. You want me to sing the Macarena? I believe that was the deal. You can go like that. I don't know the lyrics. I don't, is there any lyrics? Yeah, it's like, and then there's like the, like there's an entire chorus to it too. Just do the made up Macarena bit. It, it, we're, says, we're it, it says Casa Buena or whatever. I'm a dumb American, but we went Casa Buena after the six. So it's like, one maca two maca Thanks for making it to the end of another episode of SpongeBob Squarecast. We'll be back next week. Seven maca eight maca nine maca Hey, maca All right. <laughs>